0: We sit back and watch for the bullshit because you know what's coming. <laughs> you know what's coming. <laughs> you know what's coming. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> Oh, da okay, guys, we are back. Da-da-da. Um, yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start this episode on, on a. Uh, on a positive note, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm going to start this episode on on a powerful on a, on a positive note. Um, <sighs> my favorite thing that's happened this week in uh in the news. Okay, okay, it's not my favorite thing that happened this week, but you know, this is just this is a uh, up my alley so to speak um uh, and this actually happened last week but you know how we do uh no 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 this was this was on the 22nd that i read this article but the the bill was passed some time ago but uh in the state of washington uh they just passed a mutual combat law <laughs> a mutual Combat law in the in the state of Washington, basically meaning so long as it's a fair fight and so long as there is a policeman present or policewoman, so long as there is a peace officer present, um, you can throw hands. You can throw hands and settle it with, with your hands. With a cop as a referee. I'm ecstatic. I don't know why I like this so much. Um, You know, because I, 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 I abhor violence. I do. I, I, I don't think violence is the answer most of the time. But every now and again, every now and again, a motherfucker need to get punched in the face. Every now and then, some somebody just need to know how shit could go. You know what I mean? And th- and with and with the cop as the referee, there's no risk of of you know shit going overboard. And I know the 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 irony. I know, but but there there's no you you know it, we need this. We need this to be everywhere. Like. <laughs> People would just be nicer to each other because whether you want to admit it or not, a lot of the, you know, it's one thing to feel one way politically or another. It's another. It's one thing to feel one way from your religion or, or, or not. It, you know, it's one thing to have an extremist view on something or against something. It's another thing to be, it's another thing to be to be to be vehemently disrespectful and and to the point where it, it calls people safety and, and and whatnot in the question. But my point is it's a lot of things people it's a lot of things people say nowadays. Um that they you know because because the internet has given us a new way of a new way of being anonymous right and we know how people behave when they have anonymity okay cuz anonymity and I'm not saying anonymity is a bad thing I'm not saying that you know sometimes a- anonymity is great for people that uh that uh, wouldn't be safe if everyone knew who they were and they're trying to, you know, be a whistleblower or, or something of that nature. Um, but it used to be the only place, the only place where you where you could di- directly insult somebody with no consequences was in your car. You could you give give somebody the finger, throw a fucking milkshake at their windshield. You know, cut them off, try to run them off the road, whatever, and go on about your business. Unless they have the gas and the will to follow you, which they're probably on their way to somewhere else. So they don't have time to do that. But if they had the time, the gas, and the will to follow you, you know, then you might have to. But that rarely happens. It, it does happen, though. It does happen. I've seen my daddy get out the car ready to put hands on them and here's the thing too you know going with that same analogy there's, there's people that would there's people that would you know say some shit to you say some slick shit to you fuck you blah 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 call you out your name racial slurs all that at a stoplight and then going on the fuck about their business not expecting you to follow them and then you catch up to them get out the car and they a whole whole nother thing. It's a whole nother thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I didn't mean to you know, it's like and, 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 and that lets you know one thing is that had that person thought that there would be consequences they wouldn't have said that shit. They wouldn't have thrown that milkshake at your windshield. Now we have the internet and It, there's, that's another place where people are used to being able to say anything. And, you know, they're usually talking to somebody that's in another city, county, state, country. Um, I mean, I guess you could talk shit to somebody that's on the International Space Station as well via Twitter. Uh, and, and that's fine, too. But the but the problem is, people that have never known a different world. I don't like to say millennials; it's very dismissive. But young, but some of these young kids out here, and you know they they've never lived in a you know that the the on the, the internet behavior bleeds over into real life, right? And so. Something you would something you know you would say in a forum, or on 4chan, or on Reddit, or something in a comment section, with no consequence. You can't just walk up to a motherfucker on the street and say certain shit, but they think they can because you know they not ready for shit to get serious because it never does, and then some. And then when it does, they 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 can't handle it, and it's like. I just like the I, I just like the idea of like, it, 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 don't get me wrong. It ain't like it's not like we were tougher. Uh, I, I know that's like we like to paint that picture but the truth is, man, it's 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 bitch ass niggas in every era. Throughout all of history, it's always been cowards. You know, and so you know, it's people that are star shit and run, it's people that are ghost go so rumors and, and you know, try to create conflict between other people. The instigators, you know, the niggas in the lunchroom that go, "Ooh, trying to start some shit." Those, the, 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 there's been those niggas since all the time. Um, and and also, it's people that it's people that it's people that will that will fight that don't want to fight. It's people that will talk shit like they about to fight and don't want to fight. It's people, it's people that will say the toughest shit with no intention of throwing a punch. And then there's the real ones. There's the real ones out there. There's, you know, there's, there's niggas like me that uh, I don't like to fight. I do not like to be involved in violence personally. But if I tell you that I'm about to whoop your ass that shit is con, consider it a prediction of the future. That shit is a premonition. I'm about to whoop your ass, and of course, I mean it will. I I won't fight somebody over some petty shit. I'm getting too over that, you know. I don't have I don't have the recovery speed from my twenties. Um, and I and you know, I mean, I get free healthcare from the VA, but it's the worst. You know, I'm not trying to be healing up. Because <laughs> you said some slick shit out your mouth, but uh, but my point is, even though violence is not always the solution, you know, civility and reason and logic are they're the they're the antibiotics of the human condition, right? It, they allow us to counter our our base n- nature. You know? But just like bacteria, there's people out here that are antibiotic resistant. You know what I mean? They're, where it's like the cure don't work on them. You cannot logic and reason with them. You gotta pick up something and bust them in their motherfucking head. You know what I mean you gotta bald up your fist and punch them in their motherfucking mouth. And uh, this law passed in Washington, I just feel like there's gonna be times where people gonna be, <laughs> you know, you 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 walking down the street trying to find your car. You just, uh, you know, I see, you know, you see videos of dudes walking, you know, you walking with your date or something, and, and the dude that, you know, he he struck out at the club, he leaving alone, or it's just him and his boys, and they all leaving alone. They they don't want to go home and masturbate, but they drunk. And they see you leaving with some with a pretty young thing and they want to start some shit. You know those dudes. Fucking loser bros that just lean on the wall the whole night. Don't dance. Don't talk you no know, women to be mad at the people that leave with women. Uh, That want to start shit. And it's like, yo, hey, you know what, bro? Matter of fact, it's a cop right there. What's good? Nah, 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 nah. All that shit you was talking. Hey, officer, uh. Hey, no, that's what I thought. That's the dream scenario. <laughs> it would, it would be fucking hilarious though if you, <laughs> if you called the cops over to for somebody <laughs> for somebody to fight you, and then got your ass what. <laughs> in front of your date <laughs> oh man oh no lord jesus i mean either one of those scenarios would satisfy me immensely you know i would i would be you know if the if the bully bullying if the bully whatever if the bully got fucked up I'll be satisfied for that because, you know, that's what your ass get. Come up. But if. But if the not bully, the non bully, if they get fucked up after having called over the cops to throw hands to try to save face and they get their ass whooped. I'm for that, too, because you know what? You got to know you got you got to know your weaknesses and your strengths. You know what I mean? Cause that's the difference. I mean, I, I can't speak for women, but for men, most men know when they are overmatched, well before it gets physical. You know, you know they call it sizing up. You size them up, you know, and and so that you know there there are people. You know, you can be wrong. I mean, you can look at somebody and and, and just by the look of them, because it's not just how they look. It's not just whether they're bigger than you or stronger than you or or more more fit than you. Um, you know you you should know what you got in you. You know what I mean? Whether you got any fight in you, you know, because and 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 here and and I hear a lot of people that are confused about this, but the truth is it don't matter how many classes you take or how many times you hit the bag or whatever. If you're not fighting in these classes, you're not learning how to fight. Okay. And you're going to get fucked up out here by somebody that actually can, can fight because to, 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 to really be in a fight, you're not just hitting people. You're getting hit. And if you can't maintain your composure, after somebody break your motherfucking nose or or the, you get the wind knocked out of you or you get taken down and you don't know how to <laughs> you know you don't know how to pull guard or or, or protect yourself on the ground like you're going to get fucked up uh, but that's neither here nor there the point, my point is is that you you know that. You should know about yourself, whether you have that in you, that fight in you, whether you can take a punch, whether you really ready. Because, that's, see, that's a calculation that a lot of young people don't do. I mean, when you, you know, and I was guilty of it too in my youth. Is like you're not thinking about after the fight. You're not thinking about a week from now, two weeks from now. You're thinking about right now. But, but you know, as you get a little older, as you get your ass whipped a few times, um, or as you oh oh here's here's one that's coming, young people. When you when you when you win the fight and still be fucking hurting like you got your ass whooped, when you soar even though you won, you still whole body so yeah. When you when you got those when, when you hit that point, you gonna you gonna start making those calculations like, is this worth you know this week of soreness, this week of suffering? Is it worth me? My uh, my shoulder hurting for a month and a half. Is it worth me throwing out my back next week when I got to move for me to whip this dude's ass? And the truth is, a lot of times it's not that serious. It just isn't. But in case it is, you can call the cops in Washington. And whoop somebody's ass if they agree. That's so. So I didn't. I was. I was so into the dream scenario of it, but I didn't. I didn't get into the specifics. Okay. Uh, But the legal definition of mutual combat is as follows: a fight in which both parties enter willingly, or in which two persons. Upon a sudden quarrel and in hot blood mutually fight upon equal terms so it's got to be a fair fight in other words one person can't have a knife and the other person just a hands one person can't have a bat and the other now I don't know if if you got to have the same exact weapon or if it has to be equivalent weapons you know like you know can I have a metal bat and you have a wooden bat can I have a chain and you have a uh, uh, damn brass knuckles. I don't know. Um, you know, but that'll get settled in lawsuits later or whatever. Cause you know, motherfucker love to get their ass whipped and sue a motherfucker. What's going on, sweetheart? All right. So that's that's what's happening in the state of Washington. Now, there are several women did I talk about this? um I'm not sure if I talked about this on the last episode Well, I have it here, so I must not have uh an an author reported a black metro worker for eating on the train now she might lose her book deal so what fuck that bitch Uh, that's the headline. She, 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 she reported this Metro, this Metro worker. So this is the DC Metro. This is, so this is my, this is my hometown Metro system. Um, and, uh, to me still the best organized, even though it's old as fuck and, you know, not, not quite as reliable as I'd like. Um, but it's definitely the easiest to navigate. And, uh, anyway uh the the so the, you're not allowed to eat on the d c metro okay on the buses or the trains, and the reason behind that is is that the these trains and buses they sit outside a lot when you know when they're not running they're outside they're outdoors, they're in maintenance yards, and the rats, roaches, mice it just gets, it gets out of hand. You don't want all that shit up in the, up up in the Metro. You know what I mean? So no one is allowed to eat on the Metro. Now, does this stop people from eating on the Metro? Absolutely not. I've never seen anyone get in trouble for it. Um, Even though the, you know, I haven't, I haven't been home in 10 years. So who knows how strict it has become, but, uh, uh passengers are not allowed to eat on the metro. Uh this woman saw an employee eating on the metro. Um got upset, went on Twitter, contacted the administration, you know. All the all the, you know, all the uh all the things that you that people angrily do. You got to get off my keyboard, darling. Come on. Come on. I give you a treat. You know all all the things that uh, that that an average person, uh, that, 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 that that a that a crybaby, uh, uh, you know middle aged mom type shit, and then uh, it, it she she thought that she was going to be some kind of hero or something by going on social media with it, uh, and it completely backfired on her. Okay, first of all, the metro workers don't get to they don't get breaks they don't get they don't get a reasonable amount of time to eat so they have to eat between shit so this worker was actually not on a moving train she was you know off in the cut on a maintenance train eating her lunch on her way to her other posts you know just mind your motherfucking business and the backlash was so swift because I don't know how, you know, what this lady thought, but she definitely got rich, rich lady tendencies. But you on a metro train where it's like most of those people are working, you know, they blue collar workers like ain't nobody side with you, bitch. They they have to stay in the same situation. Man, you motherfucking business. I'm pretty sure I talked about that last week, but why is it in my queue still? Because I need an assistant who's trying to be my assistant out there. I will take applications. BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com if you wanna be um, my motherfucking assistant. Because oh man, I could be president if I had an assistant. So the next the next topic is uh man. I don't wanna see I have two police violence ones, but I don't want to do both because that's just too depressing. Okay, May 8th. 2019 the headline reads community outrage after police shoot three children in the head the names of the two officers involved in the shooting of three children in hugo oklahoma have been released over a week after the tragic incident took place hugo police department detectives billy jenkins and chad allen have been identified as the officers who opened fire on a vehicle driven by william devon smith a 21-year-old whom they suspected of robbing a pizza shop. The bullet struck three of the four children sitting in the back seat. How you feel? Four kids in the back seat. My four-year-old daughter was shot in the head, and she has a bullet in her brain. Oh God, I can't. I can't read that. Police claim they began shooting because Smith was attempting to run them over with his truck. But many dispute this argument, saying officers simply could have moved out of the way rather than opening fire, especially into a vehicle a vehicle containing children. It should also be noted that officers were in plain clothes, um, meaning Smith very well may not have known the two men approaching him with guns were police. The three children were who were shot have reportedly all been released from the hospital, yet will continue to deal with a lot of physical and emotional pain. They are terrified to go anywhere or hear anything. The two-year-old keeps asking, am I going to get shot again? all right you know what let's do both fuck it we don't back away from the truth this is hard-hitting journalism we get... sacramento police face criticism for arresting putting sack overhead of 12 year old black boy S- sacramento cops face criticism after video circulated online showing officers handcuffing a 12 year old boy who pinning him face down on the ground and placing a sack over his head and keeping it on him after he says multiple times, I can't breathe. In the body cam footage released Wednesday, an officer is running over to the young black man who remains unnamed, but police confirmed he is 12 years old. The boy stands with his arms held by a man who wears a shirt for Wiener Schnitzel Hot Dog Company as another man who police identified the Huff Post as a private security guard stands by. What's going on, darling? <sighs> so it looks like someone tried to accuse the boy of trespassing at Walgreens. Uh, a female, a female officer asked for a spit mask. A third officer places a white sack over his head, which police identified as a spit mask or a spit sock hood early mm. in the video. Police could be heard saying, "That's fucking it." He spit on me, and the boy said, "Yeah, I spit on you." <laughs> I love the defiance. Um, yeah. So I can't de- determine from all of this whether uh, I mean, I mean, is this abuse? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he did spit on them. And that is what they do when you spit on them and they didn't fucking beat the shit out of him or or kill him. But is that the, is that the, is that the, the, is that where the bar is set? Like, yo, well, well, so long as the police don't murder me, I consider that a positive reaction. Nah, fuck that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if the little boy spit on them because he was being defiant, or if he spit on them because they did something to. Because you know, I don't know if you've ever been in handcuffs. You know, what I mean, especially when you're when you got when you a slick mouth little kid like I was. When you ever been in handcuffs, you know that uh, a lot of police out here be be real extra. When they get you in the handcuffs, they always, you know, they they have they have a little, you know, a little extra pressure on your wrists, you know, just enough where they're still in regulations, just enough that they can still get away with it. I mean, uh, <clears throat> of course, this happened in Sacramento. That's like the one place in California where like you constantly hear about um, about shit happening here, but the cops it's like the it's not the one place in California but it's like the one place in California other than the ma- the big major cities you know San Francisco Los Angeles um I guess Sacramento would be the next major city and that's maybe San Diego too oh. but uh I'm I'm not I'm not, I mean th- th- this this is not nearly as serious as the as the little kids getting shot in the head but it, it's kind of along the same vein. Cause I think it, I think it happens for, the, these things happen for the same reasons. You know, it's, it's that, it's that these black lives don't, ain't valuable to these motherfuckers. Cause I've always said it police that don't live in the communities that they police don't give a fuck about the about the people that they encounter. To them it's a war zone and and their number one priority is them making it home alive. You know, it's a whole nother thing when you like when you go to a small community or you go to a community where the cops live in the in the community or are from the community because they gotta sit in church with those people's parents. They gotta go to the post office. You know, they they, they have to interact with the community outside of them being a cop. And, you know, until we figure out a way around that, then it's just not going to be, it's not going to ever get better. We're going to always have situations like this until we have like a, like a, like a panel that's willing to hold cops accountable. Like 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 a fet on like a federal, I don't know, federal oversight, then the cops ain't never letting that shit happen. Who cause no one no one willingly gives up power. You know? It's so rare that anybody can handle it in the first place. Uh so anyway, moving on to uh some more positive uh shit. So Betsy DeVos secretary of education for some fucking reason um you know um human human um bobblehead doll Betsy DeVos uh, she is the secretary of education and she is she is woefully underprepared for the job. She, she she like everything she does is wrong. She's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. And somehow, some way, um, she was giving a commencement speech at a HBCU. Um and and what's weird is like that's not something that that's that comes up. And, you know, there's plenty of videos and audio online where you can see pretty much immediately from the time she starts talking, she she starts getting booed. She tries to give some speech about having um, about having open dialogue, the importance of open dialogue. And it's like anybody hey, trying to hear that shit from you, bitch. You trying to make us. You trying to saddle us with debt for the rest of our lives. You're trying to destroy what little of the uh the federal oversight there is over education that's gonna mostly adversely affect people of color. And then you got the nerve to come and try to to a black college with that children. we children are the future bullshit. Uh now what I'd like to know. Is why she was invited to be the, like. How did this happen? Um, she was she because I know the students. Uh, well, let me see. This was a uh, Bethune Cookman University in Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay, so I know that the student, um, the student body, was protesting her being the person. So, who overrode with this? Because I thought that the graduating class got to pick their commencement speaker, or at least have a say so in who it would be. Who? What? What graduating class from a historical black college? Would pick Betsy Devos. It doesn't make any sense. I'd rather have Devos from Game of Thrones than Betsy Devos. Speaking to my, my graduating class. Good on them. Boo that fucking witch. You know, and look, and 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 I don't want y'all to mistake me. I I'm not anti Betsy Devos because she's a Trump appointee. I'm not anti Betsy Devos. Because she's a, a billionaire or a millionaire. Even though I hate that, I hate her for that. But um and I'm not an anti Betsy Devos cause she's a white woman. I'm not a I'm not anti-Betsy Devos because she's a um uh cause she's a powerful person. Or any of the things that I would normally be against someone for. Um I'm anti Betsy Devos. Because she is in a position of power that she did not earn, and she's using that power to speak from a position of authority you don't know, you understand what I'm saying She was not qualified to be Secretary of education, and now she's now she can use the fact that she's Secretary of education as a qualification. This is nepotism run amok is what it is. This is the, she got to skip right to the end result of nepotism. She beat the game. The nepotism video game. Um, so, I, you know, I, I, I. The only thing worse than a billionaire like Jeff Bezos or somebody like that is a big is a billionaire that inherited their money. You know, because that if you because here's the thing, if you're rich and you're white, the system is set up so that it is almost impossible for you to fail. You can you can you can drug you can drug fuck and stumble your way up the ladder. You know, it's like you. It's like none of the mistakes you make will come back to haunt you. None of the mistakes you make will set back you, your progress. And so that's why these month, these rich motherfuckers get up, they get up into these higher offices, and they have what appears to be no empathy. But it really is just the their. it's the logical result of their life experience. That's why we gotta stop electing these rich motherfuckers. We we gotta stop saying, oh, he's a business owner. He he, he you know, he can run shit. Oh, they were a success, uh, they they graduated from Harvard. They must be more qualified than me. No, no. Because if you're rich, you you're allowed to be stupid. And you'll get all the honors, you'll get all the certificates, you'll get the cushy job at your daddy's company or You know, you because everything runs on nepotism in this. That's that's America. America runs on nepotism, not Dunkin' Donuts. Nepotism. So that's why I hate Betsy DeVos. It's because she is, she is clearly in a position that she is not (laughs) built for. This she can't even read the tea leaves. She should have came. I don't even know how she I don't know what she could have said in that speech to a room full of black educated people to make up for all the things she's done to try to destroy education in in America public education I don't know what she could have said but uh she, i mean her it would have been it would have been a better look if she just hadn't showed up to me. Nobody threw anything at her, but, you know, so, you know, there's always tomorrow. But uh, in that in that little bit of time, they let the bitch slide, you know. That's the time to get your, you know, get get out your fresh fruit, your rotten eggs. And let's call this damn school administrator the task. This sellout motherfucker. Why are you bringing Betsy DeVos to speak to the graduating class? Whoever overrode these students, because I know damn well, uh, I know damn well that these that the students didn't didn't want this. Um, and, and that's and that's the thing, man. That's why that's why my, that's why black people. That's why we need we we have trouble unite. It's always one or two motherfuckers in the group that's willing to sell everybody out. To please master. Oh, but look how it make us look. Man, fuck that. Fuck Betsy DeVos and fuck, um, I'm gonna find out who this motherfucker is and I'm gonna give him a, I'm gonna give him a, uh, a, a post. I'm I'm gonna say fuck him in the show notes when I find out who this son of bitch is. Um, Okay, let me see. So, though pronounced Wednesday's student reaction was not altogether surprising prior to the commencement ceremony, multiple petitions circulated on Bethune-Cookman's campus expressing concern over Wilson's upcoming appearance. The petitions, which together featured around 60,000 signatures, were delivered to school officials on Tuesday before the event. Jackson wrote a letter to the campus community defending the university's invitation. Wait a minute, who is Jackson? If our students are robbed of the opportunity to experience and interact with views that may be different from their own, then they will be tremendously less equipped for the demands of democratic citizenship. Okay, hold up, guys. Nah, we putting this nigga on blast right now. <sighs> Edison Jackson is the university's president. Uh, as the university president, he was there to award DeVos an honorary degree. Who is this nigga? 60,000 students. 60,000 signatures on this thing. Telling you they don't want this bitch at the school. Now look, if she was just coming to the school to speak, I I agree, (laughs) you know. She should. You, if if you want her to come speak, so your students can be exposed to views other than their own, I understand that argument in that regard. Having someone come and speak is fine. Having someone come and hold a lecture is fine. Having someone come to do a book signing or whatever the fuck for the you know the weird minority of conservative students that might go to your school, that's fine. But having her speak at the, com- the commencement speech at the-, at the graduation? To have her give that speech to- to the grad- when the graduating class don't want that? Like, I don't understand what connection Edison Jackson has to Betsy DeVos to make him so fucking blind. It's money. It's always money, guys. It's always money. I don't know who this Jackson guy is or, or look in the last three minutes of, into her speech, J- Jackson took over the microphone telling students, if this behavior continues, your degrees will be mailed to you. Choose which way you want it to go. Fuck you. I never throw this word out there. I don't think I've ever said it on my podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and go, Coon. Fucking coon. That's coon shit right there. You're talking to a room of your graduating class and in defiance of their wishes at their speech, that's about them, their moment. That's about them completing higher education. You invite fucking Skeletor to come give their commencement speech. And you give this hoe an honorary degree at an HBCU that she doing everything she can to fucking destroy. And you so fucking brain dead. You so grateful for the scraps that you can't do your podcast angry. You have to be objective. Fuck this nigga. For real. I don't need to read more. I do need to do more research so I can say Fuck him thoroughly for well researched and documented reasons. But my preliminary uh my preliminary results say fuck this coon. Anyway, um that brings us to our Black History moment and it's about uh HBCUs and what initially well it's not about HBCUs it's about the the moral the moral land grant moral as in M O R R I L L moral land grant acts okay and more specifically the second moral land grant act because the first one wasn't for us just like a lot of things in this country the first one wasn't for black people um but the the second moral land grant uh was Or the the second uh Moral Land Act uh was passed in 1890, the Moral Act of 1890, um, and it was it was really aimed at the South, okay, and basically the the act was was uh, was was passed to to force to force the South, the Southern states to set aside land for black colleges. Okay. They either had to show that race was not a factor in the, in the discrimination, you know, of, uh, against black people, which, I mean, how do you do that? They either had to show that race wasn't a factor in their ambitions or they had to set aside land so black people could have their own schools. Um, you know, and of course, I mean, it wasn't perfect at first, but all of the former Confederate states, uh, I mean, of course, they were up in arms against it, but they had to comply because the original Morrill Act, uh, and I believe what was that, 1862, So damn near thirty years prior, uh, the original uh, Moral Land Moral Act gave, uh, you know, granted money and land set aside for basically public colleges, public funded universities, and so if they wanted those, if they wanted their one public, so that's how you have, that's why you have all these universities of blank, fill in the state name. Is The government specifically set aside money Required Those states to set aside land Protected land for State colleges, state universities And if they wanted to continue To receive that funding Which of course they do because they know university Turned down funding They had to either prove That they weren't discriminating against black people Or they had to set aside land For black folks Um and that, and that is how the that that it was the catalyst that led to the creation of uh, the original HBCUs, the the first ones. Even though um, there is, you know, they weren't all they weren't always there for higher education because initially, you know, you're talking about freed slaves. So so the initial. At first HBCUs were or What later be became known as HBCUs were were there to Make up for the lack of The complete lack of education from, from the beginning So they had to teach people basic shit And high school shit You know it wasn't called high school back then But you know they had to There was no higher education at first The main goal was to just get people educated period Um and so I I could list start going through the schools and stuff like that but there's so many that it you know I I guess I could do an episode about a specific HBCU but this the moral act is the is the thing that they all have in common other than the obvious. So that's been our episode. Tune in. Uh I hope you learned some shit. I hope you laughed a little uh but most of all I hope you can spot that bullshit without me. Okay, when you're not listening. Uh if you got any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, if you need advice, email me. BS with Brian at gmail.com. Um, if you're looking for shows or whatever, I'm going to be at Flappers this Friday and Saturday, Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank opening for Christina Pajitsky. Christina Pajitsky. So, uh, uh, I believe there's still tickets for two of these shows. So you might want to, you know, get on top of that if that's, if that's, uh, your thing. I'm also going to be at Golden Hour on June 2nd. Also in Hollywood uh, So check that out uh, Thank you for listening belly barely 17, snow on the bluff, trickle down the bloodstreams, we be fired up, I ain't talking special teams, gotta go motherfucker, so I'm sewing up my seams, I gotta plug these holes up for the winner. and all these rats come in and try to shed my dinner, talking they working hard, niggas barely call a splinter, I'm all up in her. and when